Hey, I'm Ashley Lemieux, and I'm here to help you uncover the greatest power in your life. You! After going on my own healing journey, I realized I was looking for the wrong thing. A way out. But I didn't need a way out. What I really needed was a way in. To fully uncover who I am. Each week I'll be sharing tangible tools and inspiring interviews to help you create a clear pathway forward in areas of your life that you might feel stuck or overwhelmed in. I'm not here to be the expert on your life. You are. What I want is to help you believe that. So get ready to reframe your thoughts, reimagine your future, and reclaim your power. Are you ready? I am. Happy Thanksgiving! Oh my gosh, I'm just totally blown away that it's actually Thanksgiving week because (laughs) has this year not felt like such a time warp? It's gone by so slow and so fast all at the same time. Thanksgiving is actually one of my very favorite holidays and I know it might look like we just kind of skip over it because we've had our big Christmas light debacle if you or debacle. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you've seen us trying to do our Christmas lights, which took a whole weekend and was one of the hardest things we've ever done because it was like the first time in a decade of marriage that we attempted Christmas lights. So we got them up early. Um, and then you've been seeing my word wars on Instagram too, which is why I said debacle and debacle. If you have no idea what I'm talking about then join us on Instagram because you all and also Mike always comment on how I say certain words, but I'm just here saying the words right. So all of that to say, yes, we have Christmas lights up that are now working, but I love Thanksgiving so much. It's one of my favorite holidays. And actually my birthday sometimes falls on Thanksgiving. So My birthday's this Saturday, I'm turning 34, and maybe that's why I like the week of Thanksgiving so much, because it feels like one big holiday with the turkey and the food. Father Shine cooks so much food, and he's the best chef ever, so I always look forward to that. And then I know the weekend that we celebrate my birthday, so as I've been thinking about this holiday, as I've been thinking about my birthday turning 34... My life has a lot of things in it that I hoped and dreamed that I would have at this age. And there's also a lot of things that it looks like totally different. And I think a lot of us have that in common that this year is nothing like any of us thought it would be when we all started 2020. And as we go into this Thanksgiving week, I really want to talk about gratitude, which is why today's episode and the mantra for this week that I am just repeating over and over and over again to myself is I am grateful. And as we talk about gratitude today, I don't I don't want this to come off as like we must have a grateful heart. Everything that happens to us is a gift and because while those things are true, A lot of times when we are living in a situation and in a life that is just really unexpected, um, those things are a lot easier said than done, right? So today I want to talk about the five things that I really am grateful for this year that are pretty unexpected and maybe they can help you shift 
your perspective on some things that have happened in your life. Because for me, you know, as I think about what does gratitude mean for me in a year like 2020? What does gratitude do for me in a year where it feels like the wheels have rolled off of the bus and I am just, 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 I don't even know how to finish that sentence because I don't think any of us fully know what we're doing. We're just going. <laughs> we're just we're just trying to move through. And so what does gratitude mean in a year like this? Well, it means everything. It means that we are able to acknowledge the hard crap that we've gone through, but also being able to give thanks where thanks is due because I think what happens a lot of times is that we acknowledge the hard stuff in our lives, right? We give weight to the hard things in our lives that have happened and understandably so. But if we acknowledge the hard stuff, that means that we have to acknowledge the good stuff too. Because if we give weight to the things that break us, then why is it not fair to not give weight also to the things and the moments and the people that create joy and happiness and relief. So if we're going to talk about the hard things that have happened in 2020, I believe that it's only fair to give gratitude and acknowledgement to the good things. And so let's talk about it. Let's talk about the five things that I have found gratitude in this year that I didn't expect to find gratitude in. And I really hope that I can be intentional about bringing these things into my year of 2021. So the first, the first thing that I am grateful for is I'm turning 34 this, this week as we're experiencing Thanksgiving. I'm grateful for the lessons, you guys. I am Grateful for the lessons that this year and my life have brought me. I almost made this podcast episode into 34 things that I have learned the past 34 years, but then I was like, no, I want to focus just on gratitude. And I'm grateful for the lessons. Life school, uh, my friend Ruthie Lindsay calls our experience here life school. And life school is freaking hard. <laughs> what we're doing is really hard. And one of the lessons that I learned this year is something that a practitioner, one of my practitioners told me earlier in the year when I was still pregnant and I was having some fears about my pregnancy. And she told me this in such a timely way. This has become a mantra and something that I really hold on to every day when fear starts to come in, when I start getting afraid of what's going to happen next in my life, or is this thing not going to happen? Or what if this happens? And I always come back to this. So my practitioner told me life wants to grow. And as I look around at this year, and as I read and see these amazing, courageous stories of people who have overcome really hard things, like even if you just think of your own life, everything that you've had to go through this year, but you still keep fighting forward, where does that fight come from? You know, like what keeps us going? And it's because life wants to grow. Progression wants to happen. And so specifically, 
right now as we're trying to grow our family, that's something that I remind myself of every single day. If I get afraid of becoming pregnant again, uh, the big lesson for me this year is that no matter what happens, life wants to grow and we can find life in the most unexpected places. And that's one of the most beautiful gifts, I think, of life is being able to not have our expectations met and instead be taken on a totally different path that we could have never even dreamed up or created ourselves and being able to experience something different than we ever would have have given ourselves and allow the miracles to come and allow the miracles to be seen. And I just think that there's something really, really beautiful in that. Okay, the second thing that I'm grateful for this year is, and I won't say the real bad word, but all of the BS that has fallen away. Man, (laughs) I think of where we're at just as a world, as a society, and then as a country, there's so much extra fluffy stuff that can get in the way of what's important. And what I'm really grateful for this year is that all of that extra BS has just fallen away. And instead now I'm clinging to the things that are really important for me. Um, like my family, like my time in quiet that I'm able to spend meditating, like creating and maintaining really fulfilling relationships, being able to spend my time and focus and energy on things that matter instead of things that just give me a quick fix of happiness and joy and then are taken away. So I'm really, really grateful for the BS that has fallen away this year. And I think a really powerful practice, you know, this week as we go into Thanksgiving and and as, you know, maybe it's hard to celebrate gratitude. Maybe it's hard to celebrate because let's be real, we're not going to, a lot of us aren't going to be with our whole extended family. Thanksgiving's going to look different because of the pandemic. And so that can become really overwhelming. So being able to hone in on the things that have fallen away that we're grateful for, I think is a really good place to start this practice of gratitude and noticing where you're at now in your life compared to last year at this time, just only focusing on the things that have fallen away that needed to fall away only focusing on that, I think that that can start a really powerful gratitude practice this week. At least it is helping me, and so I'm going to stick with that. Okay, the third thing that I'm really grateful for, and it's taken me a lot of loss to uncover this and really feel this deep within my core, but it's changed who I am as a person. I'm grateful for love. Because love it's, is what is always there. At the root of pain, um, underneath sorrow or disappointment, in times of joy and, and excitement, like love is the thing that sustains us. 
Love is the thing that no matter what is happening around us, it cannot be taken from inside of us. And for me, being able to kind of just, sometimes I just feel like I'm watching my life unfold and all these things are just being taken out of it and I'm trying to grasp onto them, holding on for dear life because I don't want them to go, even if they're not serving me, even if it's just become a bad habit um, or something that I've been comfortable in. But watching those things be taken away Every single time, what is always left that I always see and feel and experience is love. And when I can remember that love is there, then I remember who I am. When I can remember that love is always with me, then I remember everything that I've been given. Because when I remember that I have love, I remember that I have enough. And it feels really, really powerful to be able to think about, you know, because we're all living in a time that feels so uncertain that we don't know what's going to happen next. And it's hard kind of right now to make plans for the future because we don't know what next year is going to look like. But we do know that the power of love is ours and it's not going anywhere. And so when I can focus on cultivating that, when I can show up with love everywhere I go, when I can really understand that the love between me and my husband and me and my nieces and nephews and my family and my children who are no longer physically with me, that no matter what happens, that love cannot be taken. It's eternal. And it gives me this deeper perspective on life that gives me a boost to keep going because I have the the most powerful source that I need, and that is love. And I am grateful that 2020 has reminded me of that. Okay, the fourth thing that I'm really grateful for is for an opportunity to rebuild. What I have learned is that when the rug gets pulled out from under you and you are flying head over heels in the air and you land flat on your back and everything is in disarray, you get to choose what comes back in. We get to choose what comes back in after a year like this. We get to choose how we spend our time. We get to choose the media that we're consuming. We get to choose the music we listen to. We get to choose the amount of time that we spend scrolling on Instagram or the toxic relationships that we allow back in or if work is taking over our lives or if we're filling our time with just so many things that don't matter. So much has been exploded this year and now we get to choose how we want to rebuild. I'll tell you how I want to rebuild I want to rebuild very intentionally. I have been building very intentionally. That's something actually that has been really great for me this year. I mean, obviously hindsight's 2020, right? Like looking back now, now I can say I'm so grateful that I was sick earlier this year because it made it so that I couldn't do a lot of things. Like I was confined to my bed for a really long time. And during that time, I knew that one of the things that I really needed 
to hold on to as I rebuild my life and what my life looks like is my power. And I get my power. And we've talked about this on other podcasts, the one with Barb. It was a couple uh, episodes ago about how my power comes every single morning when I set the tone through meditation, when I am the one who dictates how I want to spend my day instead of allowing other people's opinions of me to decide that or allowing the first video on social media that I see to decide how I want to feel about the day. Like something that I have chosen that I want to keep with me forever as I rebuild my life is that I'm the one who chooses. I'm the one who chooses my feelings. I'm the one who chooses how I react to things. And instead of going out into the world, being impacted by the energy of everything, that I can go out into the world and impact the energy of everything instead of being so impacted by it. And I'm really grateful for that. Okay, the fifth thing that I'm really grateful for this week is being forced to slow down. You guys, I've been thinking about this for almost a decade, almost the past 10 years. This would normally be the most busy and stressful time of my entire year because I had two product-based companies, a ton of employees. The holiday seasons was when we made the majority of our income. We would be set up at different holiday shows around the country. I mean, there'd be times there would be like eight of us in eight different cities across the country every single week from the end of October up through Christmas. I was always gone. Uh, My staff was always gone. The amount of products that we were making was absolutely insane. And then Thanksgiving became not Thanksgiving. It became the day before Black Friday because on Thanksgiving every year at night um, is when our Black Friday sale would launch. And during that time, we would sell tens of thousands of pieces of jewelry. Um, And it would take us a couple of weeks to get everything fulfilled and sent. And while it was a really exciting time, it was also very stressful and I always found myself crashing right before Christmas. Like after our last holiday show of the season would wrap up, I would come home and then I would usually get pretty sick because I would just like come down (laughs) from the hype of everything and I'd be sick from Christmas through the new year. Just so exhausted, drained, emotionally, mentally just like my capacity would just um, be sucked out from me. And this year I've been forced to slow down. I've been forced because of my health and because of the pandemic. Because of the pandemic, holiday shows really aren't happening this year. And and so that kind of answered my question for me earlier this year when, you know, it was, it was actually really cool because When January hit of this year, before we knew that we were going to be in lockdown, I had this really strong feeling that I needed to slow down and that I needed to pull us out of some really big shows that I had worked years to get into. A lot of times these large events across the country have have big wait lists and and they're juried, which means that you get chosen um, to be in them if your products are good enough. 
And so I, you know, for the past 10 years have worked up so that we were in the top shows in the nation. And so making the decision earlier this year that we were going to let some of those go so that our holiday when it feels so chaotic, it was, man, it was a really hard choice. And I also chose to shut down my clothing line, um, Shop Ashley Lemieux, which also meant that I would need to close down our store that was here in Gilbert, Arizona. So I made those decisions at the beginning of this year. Then I found out I was pregnant. Then the world shut down. Then I got really sick and was in bed for months. I'm so grateful that I listened to that inner intuition that prepared me for what I needed to do. Otherwise, we would have just been in over our heads completely. But really being able to force to slow down this year has opened me up now to be able to do other things. And and I know that it's very scary to make that choice, which why for me, I feel like I kind of was forced into it because for so long I didn't make the choice to slow down even though I felt like I needed to. It was more comfortable for me not to slow down because I didn't know where the income would come from. And I didn't know, it's like, Sometimes I got so busy that I didn't know how to actually slow down. Do you ever feel that way? And so I say this so that you know that I know slowing down is very scary, especially when finances are involved. But what I have learned from slowing down is that I can trust my intuition that what I need, that I'll figure it out. I'll always figure out how to get what I need. And to be in this place, though, like we got a new puppy this year, honey, who drives me insane, but Mike loves her. I love her, too. She's just very naughty right now. But like when we were traveling so much, we wouldn't have been able to have honey. And I have nieces and nephews that I'm able to spend more time with. And I have a brand new nephew that I'm able to see uh, during this time of the year when normally I would have been gone when he was born. And to not go crazy this holiday season for the first time in 10 years just feels really, really, really good. So those are the five things that I'm grateful for. I got an email from, I'm a part of a support group for couples who have had miscarriages or have lost their babies early. It's called Heaven's Hummingbirds. Anyways, I got this email from them earlier this week. And they told us what was coming up for this last week's support group. And I thought the idea was just so powerful that I want to share it with you because I think that it's something that you might want to do and try that can help you this week. If you're just feeling, if you're feeling sad, if you're feeling upset that things didn't happen this year the way that you wanted to them to, I think that that's the hardest time to choose to focus on gratitude Because I know how heavy that all feels. And being grateful doesn't take away from the pain. But being grateful means that what you have right now is enough. That what I've learned about gratitude is when I can focus on that feeling and allow it to fill me up with peace and love, then I feel like I have enough instead of feeling like I'm lacking. Because it's when I feel like I'm lacking that that a lot of suffering comes in. So what um, the support group said to do this week 
was that for all of us who have lost babies was to write a thank you letter to our baby and then create a place setting at the table where the thank you letter would go. So as I go into this Thanksgiving, you know, at the beginning of the year, we thought we would have a two-month-old, and we don't, obviously. I thought that was just such a profound, really special way to honor the things that we're grateful for and the people we're grateful for, even if they're not with us anymore. And so I wanted to pass that on to you. If you've lost anyone this year that you love, I'm so sorry. If you've lost something that you love this year, I'm so sorry, whether it be a job or, you know, like even a volunteer position because it got shut down or an opportunity that that just totally completely changed because of the pandemic. Whatever it is that you've lost, I don't know. Maybe try writing a letter of a thank you letter to that thing. And just allow that letter to be whatever it is. And you don't, I know this might sound silly to do if you're at a family gathering or whatever, but maybe for you, you just put that letter in a spot and it's almost holding its own place setting at your Thanksgiving dinner. You could even just keep it in your pocket with you and and you can just know that that thing has a place at the table, even though it's different than you originally thought it was going to be. But that's what I'm going to do this year. I'm I'm writing a letter to a couple people that I really miss. And I'm going to keep them in my pocket. And they're going to be with me around that Thanksgiving table. I know that what I know about grief is that uh, grief can be really magnified around the holidays. And all of us are grieving this year. Again, whether it's a person or a situation that we've lost or that has changed because just of a worldwide pandemic and then our own personal traumas that we face. Sometimes those things are gonna be magnified right now and I want you to know that that's okay. And creating a place for them, if you want to, at your table, you have permission to do that. So I love you guys. I hope you have the best Thanksgiving ever. I am so grateful for you. I'm so grateful for how we all get to show up together and just talk about hard things and get through them together and keep moving forward. And we also have a lot of fun together too. So I'm grateful for you. Have a great Thanksgiving. I'll see you next week. I love you. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of the I Am Podcast. Remember to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. I love hearing from you online. So if there's something that really resonated with you, come and let me know. Share a screenshot of this podcast and tag me on Instagram at AshleyKalemU so I can see what's impacting you the most. It might even help your friends. And remember, every time you ask yourself, am I really strong enough to do this? The answer is, I am. See you next week.